0: Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. The commentary that I did uh, earlier this week on the pro-life future after Dobbs, uh, in which I think we're going to be again fighting this out uh, at the state level. One of the things I pointed out, among others, is that we're going to have to go and retool a lot of us because we've been pro-life, you know, for X number of years. And uh, because we continue to see this thing as largely a matter of the Supreme Court, uh, even though we've had regulations at the state level that we've worked on, we may, have, we may not be as sharp as we once were in making uh, the pro-life case. Well, uh, at this uh, moment, we have a great uh, benefit, and that is the work of Tracy Robinson, director of the film Matter of Life, which is in theaters March, May 16th and 17th. And you can learn more by going to uh, thematteroflife.org. Tracy, for most of her life, uh, you know, didn't give a lot of thought uh, to abortion. She was personally pro-life, but didn't really want to enforce her beliefs on others. She began to change her mind, though, when she finally heard sound logical arguments against abortion choice and now she's produced this film the matter of life that helps pro-lifers articulate their arguments and it's going to be in theaters for two nights two nights only uh and so she's joining us to help us get the details on this tracy nice to have you with me thanks
1: thanks for having me
0: tell me a little bit about the origins of the movie and uh it's it makes the case very well uh, and i'm looking forward to its release but tell me what drove you to do this.
1: Right. Well, I've always been in film and video product production, particularly in the documentary world. And I was commissioned on and off. It was 2016, and I had been commissioned on and off to do testimonial videos and promotional videos for a pregnancy resource center in California. Um, and I loved seeing what the center was doing to help women, uh, I loved creating videos for them, it was inspiring. But when it came to the abortion issue, I was in the mushy middle. Yeah. Like you said, I was uh, very apathetic uh, and um, didn't want to enforce my beliefs onto others. Um, I would probably not choose an abortion for myself, uh, is what I thought, but who am I to enforce yeah. uh, uh, laws onto other people? So it wasn't until my friends at the Pregnancy Center invited me to an apologetics night, uh, an apologetics conference, Uh, And the topic was going to be the case against abortion. And in less than two hours, the speaker, Alan Schliemann, gave a clear, concise argument for the full humanity of the unborn child from the moment of conception. Um, And he invited us to look at fetal imagery and and the abortion aftermath imagery. And my mind and my heart was just struck with the reality uh, of abortion and how clear the message was. and I was pretty much immediately downloaded, I like to say, with this vision (laughs) that this needed to be a documentary film, um, because I knew there were so many people, young adults and Christian, who were in my shoes. They had gone through public school, they had even grown up in church, um, and had never heard this topic before. Their parents never broached the issue. So um, that's where it all began.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's true. Uh, Oftentimes we just take take the issue for granted to those of us who are uh, pro-life uh you know it's just the way it is and we don't we don't normally develop presentations uh to win others to the position of course we're going to be forced to do that i think in the aftermath of dobbs i think all of us who want to see the unborn regarded as members of we the people uh, I think we're going to have to really sharpen, uh, sharpen, us, uh, sharpen our minds up and our communication skills. And, of course, this film is really going to help us do that. You've got some great presenters there, Scott Klusendorf, Dr. Anthony Levitino. Uh, are these people you knew uh, from the past uh, and decided to include them in this film?
1: Well, <clears throat> these are people that I found in my research. Uh, after I learned the science of embryology that night, yeah. I had so many questions about how we got to this point in yeah. our society. And um, I didn't know anything about Roe v. Wade or the truth behind Planned Parenthood. I And in my research, uh, just through YouTube and reading books, I, I discovered this amazing and multifaceted pro-life movement and all the powerful stories within that. Um, and Dr. Le- Anthony Levitino was one of those people. Uh, and just many other speakers that I heard along the way, I wanted to Incorporate them because they they helped me on my discovery journey. Um, So this this tool this film became a powerful tool to uh, show people who have never heard the the pro life message or don't really understand it that well or don't know how we got here in our society. Um, It's a powerful communication tool that really unravels the issue. It doesn't beat people over the head um, and it doesn't tiptoe around those those. Very legitimate p- concerns that people have about the woman's circumstances. Uh, what if she's raped? These kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I encourage I encourage everyone, whether you've been pro life for decades or you're you're just still on the fence, to go to this movie.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I think it's a wonderful uh, piece of work. And uh, would you say your pri- who's your primary audience with it?
1: Right. Well, the primary audience is people like me who are in my shoes, who uh, were probably professing pro-life, um, but didn't really know how to um, argue or articulate or think about this topic honestly. Um, and also, um, it's, it's actually a film for uh, many people. Um, I get feedback of gratitude from a lot of different people, people who've had their hearts and minds changed, to pe- pro-life workers who've been Uh, on the front lines who are re-inspired after after they watch this movie. Um, So it's it's really... um, uh, But ultimately, Christians are at the the center of that. Um, Four out of ten women, I learned, uh, who've had an abortion were churchgoers in the month they became pregnant. That was a staggering statistic to learn. Um, So I realized midway through uh, making this movie that not only are my... um, Target audience, kind of faith-based people, because those are the people that are going to show up. Um, but this could be actually a rallying cry for the church in America.
0: Yeah, uh, tell tell me about its distribution and uh, you know where is where is it going to be? How uh, yeah. how universally uh, released is it?
1: Well, it's going to be in over six hundred theaters across the United States. This coming Monday and Tuesday, May 16th and May 17th only, Okay, and you can find your ticket, and it's going to be at 7 p.m. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and you can find tickets, hopefully, in your area. Uh, you can visit matteroflife.org, not .com, but matteroflife.org mm-hmm. to find your tickets.
0: Very good. So over 600 theaters. It should be... Around, you know, it shouldn't be too hard to find, really. Uh, That's good distribution. But it's only May 16th, May 17th at 7 p.m. The film is called uh, The Matter of Life. Information is available at thematteroflife.org. I know you're focused on this project right now. Uh, Are you at work on something else in the future?
1: Yeah, focused on this project right now, I'm there's a lot of ideas. I'm just waiting to see what the Lord uh, tells me to pursue next.
0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, It's a great piece of work, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk again in the future. Thanks, Tracy.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.
0: Tracy Robinson, Director of The Matter of Life. I want to stress again, because it's two nights. That's why I'm making a a real heavy focus on this. It's not as though you can just say, I'm going to put it off and get around to it. This is one of those things you have to make the date, okay? May 16th, May 17th, 7 p.m., and you can find the locations very easily, uh, thematteroflife.org, thematteroflife.org. And I do, I think, this is a time when those of us who have kind of carried the torch for a while, uh, it's a good time to retool and to, uh, because it's been, you know, I I started doing pro-life presentations back in 19, uh, mid to late 1970s. Actually, I think we'd say late 1970s. 1978, I think, was the first time. Um, And then we started a crisis pregnancy center. We've been involved in other Operation Rescue and all that, and we've always, since I've been on the air, I've done a lot in keeping the, uh, the issue in front of us. But uh, it is true that uh, you, you settle into certain grooves, you, you, you're certainly persuaded, and uh, you fall into using a lot of shorthand, you know. Uh, it's important to go back and try to remember what it's like for people who don't share The convictions. Because when you're with a group of people, where they share these deep convictions, you don't make the argument anymore. (laughs) It's all assumed. Everybody agrees. That's not going to be the case after this Supreme Court decision. Dobbs, it's coming. I'm telling you, I'm thoroughly personally convinced it's coming back to the states. So uh, this is an opportunity to go ahead and uh, uh, you know, sharpen. Uh, sharpen your tools again it's called the matter of org. that's the website Uh, again easy to find may 16th and 17th at 7 p.m and you know the reason i spent time uh with tracy uh on this i know there are lots of other uh pro-life tools out there the reason i wanted to talk with tracy about it is because of her own experience she was a you know she was uh I guess technically she was a pro-choice Christian. She was a personally opposed to abortion. But basically thought, you know, it's everybody's choice, and so you know I can't possibly impose my view on others. And that's the reason I thought this film was one I wanted to spend time talking about, because it comes from the heart of somebody who wasn't always convinced. She had to be convinced. And so this... Film is the fruit of her own personal uh revelation you might say and it's 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 beautifully done uh she has long experience in uh, documentary production, so you know you, you know high production values and she's got if you don't know the work of uh Anthony Levitino, a former uh abortion doctor uh you're His story is profound, and that's presented there. Uh, The work of Scott Klusendorf is presented there as well. And she doesn't shy away uh, from the use of uh, post-abortion imagery. Uh, This, I know, a lot of people find um, disgusting and revolting, and that's exactly the point. It is disgusting and revolting. There's warning in the film, so you don't have to view it, you know, you're warned ahead of time. It's not sprung on you. But she uses it. And she compares it, in fact, to what uh, Emmett Till's mother did when Emmett Till was murdered uh, and the body was carted back to Chicago. And this adolescent boy was so beaten that uh, he was stuck in water for days face was ballooned up the ruptures of his face and body were so apparent and his mom decided to have an open casket funeral for him in Chicago it didn't it didn't uh this story didn't really hit the uh the mainstream papers at the time but it was a it was a major story in the black press and I think it was Jet magazine that had the actual photographs there, but it was the pic those pictures of the dead, brutalized Emmett Till, launched uh, a fire within the civil rights movement. Uh, this is just shortly after the Brown versus Board of Education, so she's not opposed to using post-abortion imagery. You will learn something in the film. I'm Al Cristol.